Hey, hey, what's up, guys? You're tuning into another episode of the Quick Grits Podcast. So get ready for part two. Hey, you guys. <laughs> and we added my homie, Derek. <laughs> How you doing, y'all? How you doing? <laughs> Derek Downs is in the building. Kenya is in the building. And we are live. So we're going to continue episode seven, Adult Life. Uh, so this is part two. And so we're just going to get into it. We're going to get a male perspective and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. So um, like I was saying, we have my good friend, Derek. And it's so crazy because we was just talking about the transition from DJ and now he is Derek. Uh, <laughs> so previously, like you used to go by uh, DJ, but now you go by Derek. Do you like feel a difference like within the name change? I really do. Um, as far as like with being called by my real name now, it doesn't feel like, uh, I feel like more of like an adult version of myself. Cause I just feel like DJ was just something I was just called throughout like, high school and stuff. So, and even in college. So I just felt like that was like the immature side of me. And when I joined the military, cause I know people don't know, I joined the air force. I'm just like, you know what? Like I, I actually like being called Derek now. Like it doesn't it doesn't bother me like it used to. That's yeah, so, so crazy because like um, now growing up, people could never say my name right. So I always would say, eh, just call me Claire. But now I'm like, okay, I don't mind correcting people. My name is Clarissa, and it's like, okay, get it right. We're just say it again until you get it there. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, and then in the school setting, it's like Miss Taylor. I have to get used to that because I'm like Mrs. Taylor is my mom, so it's like, ah. is it the same for you? Like at your job, Ken? Um, not really. Just because I am in the medical field, um, and I kind of just like work in the lab by myself, unless like a patient were to like email me. It's kind of just um, informal. It's just like. Hey, Miss Kenya. It's like literally Miss Kenya and not my last name. Y'all not finna get my last name. <laughs> so many changes have transpired since like we all met each other. So like we met each other at Middle Georgia and when we met well when we met each other, we all had like a different set of friends. It's true. Yeah. It's crazy. What like, year did you start in Middle Georgia, DJ? Twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know y'all, you, you two were there like a year before us, and then we just, that's when we met y'all. You had to tell our age. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we did come in 2012, and you came in in 13. Yeah, DJ, uh, Derek was in a whole uh, boy band when we met him. <laughs> yeah, basically, I was in a... You guys are so cute. <laughs> I was, yeah, we, we still had that little kid mindset. Now, back at it, I just felt like, damn, we was acting like, we was a fucking high school running shit, and we was just like, oh, everybody was calling us, oh, the cool kids, like, because we was always together. Y'all were, like, the most confident people I ever met at that school. When y'all came to the table with me in Kenya, in the in a cafeteria full of people, and just, like, was like, all right, we finna join y'all. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> good times. I still hear from Jalen. Um, That's good. I think it was more so you, just because of, like, your character. One, you're a male Gemini, so you guys are always so, hey, let me befriend this person. Let me go up and talk to this person. Like, you never, like, intentionally try to make someone feel uncomfortable. You have, like, that genuine spirit about you. Yeah, I, uh, y'all ain't wrong, because even at my job now, like, people notice that, and I've only been there for, what, like, since April? And and I just think about it now, like, I even made, I feel like I made 
just as the amount of friends as I did um, when I was at Middle Georgia, like I did when I was at tech school. So tech school kind of kind of felt like um, like I was back at college again. And like, I was like, oh shit, I'm a freshman. I don't really know nobody. I'm just, you know, going to class, you know, I'm gonna be here for like a month and a half. You know, I feel like it was easier because everybody kind of had the same purpose. Like we all joined the military for, you know, a reason, whether it was school, whether it was just, you know, one to five year country, but I feel like we all had the same background. So when I made friends there, yeah, it really wasn't hard. Like I got a friend now, her name is Pearson. I feel like I'm so close with her. Oh, you got a friend. No, 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 I like that. I have a question. So I noticed like, and this is no disrespect to anybody that has, that is in the military or that like, previously joined or whatever. Um, Do you guys get like discounts on Dodge cars or something? Because- yeah, It does seem like people in the military always have like a Challenger or, or, or like a- Charger? Uh, yeah, a Charger. I, I dated a guy in the military and he had one too. This <laughs> you one. guys get the discounts or something? <laughs> I feel like- <laughs> I feel like folks in the military really live up to them stereotypes. But at the same time, a lot of them who do that, mo majority of them are like kids like 18, fresh out of high school, don't know better, and then paying this ridiculous amount of rates on their car that, you know, by the time they hit senior airmen, they halfway paid off their car, which is like putting them in debt for like, what, like three years? And they feel like they're broke airmen. I mean, y'all seen the car I had, I got it. I didn't. I, I got me a certified pre-owned vehicle. I was like, I ain't trying to be that typical, you know, Challenger, uh, Dodge Charger. Nah, I'm already 25, so. Yeah. And that could have something to do with it too, like the fact that you like join at an older age, well, considerably for the military. But mm -hmm. like, I guess when you have that younger mindset, you're like, oh, I got to get the flashy car so I can track people, like go fast on the highway and stuff like that. So you have like more of a mature mindset. Now you're in the military. Um, what are some things that you feel like you kind of had more of a, a kickstart to having the experience of college and now joining the military? With joining the military, from the experience I had throughout college, I kind of have a, a better mindset. Like, I have a, a better understanding. Like, when it comes to, like, my supervisors and stuff, they know, like, I'm mature, I'm a fast learner and stuff. Like, and, and I done been through life. They ain't got to, like, lecture me on, oh, don't do this on the weekend, don't be stupid, you know. Don't get me wrong, I still go out and still have a good time. But, like, I'm not so worried about the consequences because I'm a grown-ass man. I told my mom before that I wish I did go back in time and, like, join the military when I was fresh out of high school. But, you know, we, we talked about it, and she looked back. She was like, you know, like, you, you're actually better to, to join now. Like, the fact that I experienced life and, and the relationships I made with people. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many ways to, like, look back and be like, okay, I wish I had did this different and done you know, did this a little sooner and prepared, but it's like, then you wouldn't have the different experiences and perspectives that you have. And also like you would have, you would not have met the people that you met and came in contact with. And sometimes, you know, life is just about like learning lessons and like just experiencing and growing things. And you touched on going out and stuff like that. How do y'all feel going out now? Cause listen, me and Kenya went out last weekend <laughs> and going to work after, you know, going out and drinking is just, it ain't it. So, yeah, shoot, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm ready to go about, about 12 now. Like, I I can't do it no more like that either. That's why, yeah, like, you see how I'm pre-gaming now because, you know, the game is on. But, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna step out around, like, like 9 
and be home by 12. So Yeah, I like to be at home by like 12 o'clock too. You got to start pre-gaming really early. Um, so yeah, last weekend we were out so late. I ended up like almost calling out of work, but I ended up just getting to work late. And I'm just like, see, I'm too old for this. I'm way too old. I like to be in bed just because like on Sundays I have like a routine like you know prepare for the work week meal prep get your work clothes out well scrubs for me iron do the you know do what you gotta do and then that just like us going out just threw it completely off <laughs> yeah it it definitely did and it I just noticed everything was just so different and it's crazy because we actually um came in contact with like middle Georgia um, we came in contact with one of the uh, basketball players that was at Middle Georgia. Shout out to him. Shout out to Elijah. Uh, he bought us some drinks. We had some good conversation. He actually invited us to go to Hole in the Wall tonight. Listen, Hole in the Wall is for college kids. College kids. I think it that's is. another thing about getting older, too. Like, you just know all of the spots that are just not for your exactly. age. Exactly. <laughs> and it's so funny because, one, they charge now. I'm not about to pay you whatever to get into the sweat box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm 25 now, so the only thing I'm going to is maybe some bars, have a couple drinks, eat some good food, maybe a lounge, and mm-hmm. and maybe maybe a, a club if they doing like you know like a 90s theme, you know, doing throwbacks. And I'm like, okay, like, right? Not, yeah, but you know, right? And now now I like to try out breweries or you know just go somewhere and listen to some good music drink my little shots and go listen to day parties okay we can do day parties <laughs> the yeah. day parties okay uh, and then with day parties let's cut it off about seven o'clock so let's go home <laughs> yes but only the day parties that have good um drinks because mm-hmm. i hate when i even being older i don't mind paying you know like Twelve dollars for a drink, but make it a good drink. Don't don't cheat me now. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing about being an adult now. Like these adult prices, I'm like, okay, I do. I do miss the fact that I could get like a whole pitcher for like five dollars. <laughs> that and then it was like the parking. So like just going out in general. Right. As a female, we know that it's different for you know like female versus guys. So as a female. I think the most that we're going to pay for it really is parking because I already have the mindset of I'm not about to pay to go into a club, to a bar or anything like that. Listen, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not really going to pay for my drinks. As far as the guys, you guys are paying for what parking to enter. And then you can't even wear a white t-shirt in Atlanta. So, and then you guys are paying for your own drinks and then females drinks. Guys got it bad. Yes. All I have to do is like look nice and thank the Lord for blessing me with a natural face because I don't have to put makeup on. All I have to do is put a nice little outfit, cute little heel and listen. Yeah, that's, that's, yes, that's true. I mean, I will say this though. There is nothing wrong with if you do that with a guy and y'all go out for drinks and you be like, you know, just, I'm not saying all the time, but just be like, Shoot, hey, all right, all right, this shot's on you, next shot's on me, you know? Yeah, yeah I'll do that to a guy that I'm dating. That too. And that's another thing about me being an adult. Like, now I have, you know, a salary job, I make a nice little bit of change, you know? So if I go out, like, with my guy friends or my girlfriends, I'm like, all right, 
round of shots on me, you know, round of a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, yeah. I'm feeling good, I might do two rounds, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. Top so. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm more so, like, I spend on the guys that I'm dating, but, like, some random child, no. <laughs> well, it, okay, it depends on the random, because I've met, um, well, this only happened once. I've met a random before, and this guy, like, kept sending, like, drinks over. So I was like, okay, I think he's, like, trying to show off a little bit. I was like, mm, let me send him some drinks back. So, you know, it was like that kind of tag with the drinks and stuff like that. So I didn't mind doing that. But it was, I felt, mm, I felt pretty good about, you know, doing that. But these randoms where you you don't get no kind of vibe about, mm-mm, no. Even though, especially if you go out with like your, your girlfriends, not girlfriend, your girlfriends, we actually like be putting y'all on. So mm-hmm. it's a it's it's really a win win. What is like the most amount that you've spent like going out in Atlanta and you're like spending on a girl, you know, paying to get into a club, whatever. So okay, the most I spent in a night just uh, alone because I ain't look, I ain't cheap, but I ain't broke either. So I'll say I'll say for that whole night, because, yeah, you got to think about, like, parking and, like I said, like, paying your way in. Maybe you get some food first or whatever. I think I think all in one night, I've, I've done at least between a, a $100, $150. I think that's that's straight. If I was if I was looking to, like, actually have a good night and spend some money, especially, you know, most of these clubs now, I mean, yeah, like, you buy about, you buy about, about three, four shots, that's already almost probably $30 right there. Yeah. What about you, Ken? I know, like, the most I spent probably has been about... I spent $80 before between me and a guy. Um, By myself, I would say it was, like, a little over 100 I don't know if you guys remember Blue Cantina off of Peter Street. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really just because of the fact that they added gratuity onto they be the taxing. And I was like, how do you know how much I was going to tip you? And I was like, wow, okay. I'm done drinking. <laughs> Those are the type of moments that I make you be like, all right, I'm done drinking. No more. We're going to pregame at home. <laughs> right. And that's the like thing about going out, too. It's just like, if you're going to take shots, okay, you have to think about it from two sides. Like, you can get cheap shots, but how your stomach going to feel, you know, after them cheap shots? Like, me, if I drink now, I like to drink a little Don Julio, you know, a little Bombay. James mm-hmm. is always going to be, you know, in the in, in the catalog of liquor, but it has to be around those range. Mm-mm. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> exactly. So, okay, going along with um, how much you spend, does it depend on how much you like a person? Honestly, yes. Because if it's, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to sound like a fuckboy, but I don't care. Go ahead, say it, say it. If if it if it's just like a girl that you know you you know like you don't like her like that, I mean me I'm I'm smart like, I'm gonna just budget my money you know I make it simple where I make her feel like shoot she having a good time and I ain't really spending that much money, but if it's but honestly though if it's a girl that I really really like though you know what I don't I don't mind because I know that it's it's actually genuine it comes from the heart and like I know that. 
you know, she she's probably gonna do the same thing uh, somewhere down the line if you know what I'm saying we end up in a relationship. So so yeah, like if it if it's genuine, I I don't mind at all. Like I think honestly, because I know money and everything, but I know like you know, gifts are nice. So I think the most I would spend. <laughs> Most I would spend like on gifts on a girl that I really like, probably be like five hundred. Five hundred, yeah, that's that's real generous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 just the max. That's that's like max. I'm trying to marry you status gifting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. So yeah. this just came to my mind, DJ. Um, what's the first thing that you think about when I say? Baby girl ain't no virgin. <laughs> I already know what you're talking about. Baby girl ain't no virgin. <laughs> what you mean she ain't no virgin? Baby girl ain't no virgin. Nah, no, sorry. But yeah. Uh, I really wish we I really wish we, we could touch on like that. Expand on that. I but know. Yeah. But I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I don't want to touch nobody's feelings, but baby girl ain't no virgin. Period. All right. Next question. <laughs> okay. So when you when you do like a girl, you said you would spend five hundred. Kenya, what's the most that you would spend? Um, I don't, you know, I, I ain't got no man, so he, ain't nobody getting no PS five. Um, yeah. I would ref, I would spend about that much. You know, probably more than that. But that's like you gotta. I I gotta be in love with you, kind of thing. You gotta earn it. Yeah, you gotta earn it. I feel like me. The most I've spent on a guy has probably been like 200. And it's just, that's not one gift. That's like gradual. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I'm a gradual gifter. Like I'll get you something sentimental, see how, how much you appreciate it. See if you actually use it and stuff like that. And to see your reaction. Then from there, I'm just like, okay, let me, let me go mm-hmm. up a little round higher and stuff like yeah. that. So my, one of my love languages is like buying tennis shoes for people. Mm-hmm. Well, like my guy. You so ain't never bought me no tennis shoes. For my guy, for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's definitely that plus other things that are like add up to like 500 plus. Yeah. I saw this um, meme. <laughs> this guy, he was like uh, on this date with this girl. And he was like, you trying to go to the crib after this? And she was like, nah. He was just like, say no more. He split the bill. I was like, hold up. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, um, look, this is a podcast. I ain't no perfect human being, and I you one hundred. I I I can yeah. I will keep it a, a buck. I will keep it a thousand with you. You know, back when I was doing that fuckery stuff, um, I wouldn't do that. But I would be salty, like I, cause I I wouldn't do that. Like I would not show it just like that. But I would I would still pay the bill. But I would be like, I ain't. She ain't getting no, 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 no text, no call from me after this. What if she just genuinely did not want to have sex? Like, what if that's like the first date and she just like previously on the first dates, I've been having sex and like they've been ending badly. So maybe she's just like, I want to do something different here. And then you see that. You let me finish. See that. That was the old me. The old me would have been like, eh, yeah, because I was just trying to do that. You know, I'm, but now, uh, I, like I said, like I, I'm more mature, especially like with, with with me being in the military. Like 
I keep the the mindset of, of being professional. So like now I kind of I I do date one at a time, and at that like I don't like I don't expect like someone to go home with me like on the first night like that like that's not something you do. And I realize too like when you do that, that kind of that kind of like. Afterwards, it, you kind of just feel lost after it. It's just like, well, what now? To me, that's how I look at it because it's just like, okay, now we haven't had sex, but instead of like gradually getting to know one another and like really liking for you, I feel like the sex just spoiled it all. And now it's just like, it's just like, now I'm just trying to get a vibe when when I could have just, you know, let it grow into something before we did all that. So do you feel like when sometimes you expect to have sex with a girl on the first date? So when it does happen, does that like shift your whole moral judgment for her? Even even if you have like a certain feeling, you know, with her and y'all been vibing well and, you know, I don't know if guys have a checklist, but like she's marking all the things that you want to see in a significant other. I mean, hey, just like Nate Dogg said, you know, I have respect for you lady but then i take it all back why because you gave me all you pussy <laughs> exactly like See? hey i mean mm-hmm. shit you know what i'm saying hey, you, you gave it all up you gave it all up already so it's just like see I mean, niggas hey. ain't niggas ain't shit but hoes and tricks okay honestly because sometimes like uh honestly a female can really just vibe so well with you that she's just like I'm going to throw him some. It ain't going to be... Well, some people might throw their bed. You know, most girls would be like, mm, I'm really feeling this guy. We've been texting. We've been talking for a while. You know, we went out a few times. And now it's just like, oh, you know what? I don't mind giving it up to him. I really don't feel like that should have, like, a change. Granted, I'm thankful. It takes me a while to give it up. It but check this out, too. I so I feel like every girl is different as well. And and why I say that is because because maybe maybe that is that that person that you you really like 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 and all this and like he's giving you that like that trust and like that genuine like you read that he's like really genuine about you and he and he shows like that he cares. Um, that I mean, you know, if it if it happened the first night, you know, I'm not gonna like she doesn't deserve to be to be judged after that, like because like I said, like every every girl is different and, and every circumstance is different. So I feel like it all depends on I feel like it all depends on uh well for one, like that woman reading the guy, like knowing like he's really genuine, like cause you cause, I mean as a girl, like you can kinda tell. And, and, and I know sometimes it's hard because there's niggas in, you know, wolf and sheep clothing. And from a but, female standpoint, that it really, even girls that sleep with a lot of people, it takes something in you to have sex with somebody. You know, like that's that's your body. So I don't really feel like guys really see the magnitude of that, you know, a girl feeling comfortable enough to have sex with you. And sometimes, you know, you're vibing with somebody so good and you just end up having sex. And unfortunately, sometimes it ain't good. That's... uh, It's a waste of time. Complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. 
Have you um, had an experience like that, DJ? Does that, like, play an effect on, like, dating somebody? So I feel like, yes, I have. Like, my, my ex, we, we first met when I was at Middle Georgia. And, like, we just follow each other on Snap. But, like, she would, like, always, like, compliment me. And so, like, you know when a girl really likes you when she's, like, constantly like showing interest in you and and not like not not even in a sexual way but just just really like genuinely genuinely caring for you like you know asking how's your day going like you know or or just talking to you about anything that you want to talk about or struggling with and I guess for me she's not throwing herself at me like that and, and you know like I'm not you know doing anything or say anything provocative, like, you know, just two people that just genuinely like, genuinely like each other to where, like, to where, like, yeah, like, when she ended up seeing me for the first time and we went on dates, because I, I guess maybe it's because the long distance and us talking and stuff, but, like, we, you know, um, we actually saw each other for the first time. Yeah, like, we, you know, we had sex. I mean, I was her first, but, but, you know, she, she just uh, yeah. You know what? That's an interesting topic because I was just talking to my ex about this, and <laughs> that's a whole different thing. I've I've taken two virginities in my lifetime, and that I don't know what it's like for guys, but as a female, <laughs> guys have a whole different attachment that they don't want to talk about. Uh, and I, I honestly think it's worse than females because the one of the guys that I took his virginity, this guy has a whole fiance and still wants oh. to take out for lunch, which is definitely wrong. So guys don't like to talk about their attachments that so I don't know. Hey, is it me or do guys have a different attachment than uh, what they speak about for females? For for one, it's you 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 got the the term wrong. You know, it's twenty twenty. It's called entanglement. <laughs> it's called entanglement, but uh, not entanglement. See, but look, it's a test. It's a test because look, honestly, like I think a lot of men in this world have the mindset of like, yeah, you have someone you love forever, and that you're with them for the rest of your life, but in a mind. And in their mind, whether they want to admit this or not, they don't want to, they like, they don't want to, you know, basically have sex with the same woman forever. And I can't, and that's, that's the thing that they, they talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm being real right now. Why are you looking? Oh my let, God. Me go, let me go refill my drink cup for this because yeah. I don't think I'm ready. So is this why you guys like cheat? And then when you guys cheat, it's not necessarily for the attachment purposes. It's just because, I guess, you're tired of the same... I'm masculine. It's a masculine thing. I, so, look. So, uh, so look. I've met some very feminine men. Let me set the record straight. And it's, to the, and it's not even the fact that they're gay, that whatever... It was just, whew, they were more in touch with their feminine side because, say, for instance, if they were raised solely by their mother and they had, you know, a couple sisters, they're not gay. They're just intuitive with their, you know. I was raised by my mom. Look how it turned out. 
sometimes you can't not yeah and I, 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 I honestly feel I feel like though it's that label of feminine and masculine that you were talking about it really there's no such thing because I'm considerably a masculine female I do a lot of things that guys cannot do I know how to chop wood I can get out there cut grass cut the hedges I can fix you know, fix all kind of stuff, which is. I hope your daddy raised you how to change a tire. I know how to change a tire, and I had to change okay. my own tire before. Those are masculine things, though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, so my mom's friend, uh, his name is Bobby. She met him in the Air Force, and he went to a private school and stuff. He was raised by his mom, um, but you know, he's my mom's 48. I think he's 48 or 47, but, you know, I, I, t- I talked to him maybe the other day cause he's my godfather, but, um, you know, basically like he'd be having these talks with me about, you know what I'm saying? Like, like live, live your life, you know, like don't, you know what I'm saying? Settle down. This man is 47 and I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's married, but he gave me the real knowledge, like, like about men, like, like whether, whether the ones want to admit this or not, and I mean, don't get me wrong. There's men who who are faithful. Like, don't get me wrong. But in the back of their mind, if they had the option to have sex with with multiple women, they do it. Why? That and, and that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a test. Like like they they the whole attachment thing. It's not that they're they're attached to these other girls. They just gonna see. They just gonna see if you really gonna give it up or not. They just really gonna see who. Cause I mean, they're not gonna. That's that's why that's why men cheat. What I mean, what Tristan Thompson. I mean, it don't matter how how much how much money he or um, what was it, Courtney Kardashian or whatever she had or whatever, whatever. I don't. You know. I really hate when God like cheating is not a thing. Cheating is a mindset. Like, and I I know it's for a fact because I have so many examples of faithful men and men that have been raised by faithful men, and now you know they cheaters, you know, and stuff like that. But it's just, I really feel like it's a mindset. And me personally, I've never been a cheater. You could throw Michael B. Jordan in my way, but if I'm a rela- in a relationship, I couldn't even do it because it's like, it's a loyalty thing. It's, it's just like in the forefront of all of that that I like to see, it's like, how is this going to make the other person look? You know, how is the other person going to feel? And I just feel like sometimes you... People are not with a person that they're scared to lose. And that's why they cheat. Me personally, that's my opinion. That's a word. Can you say that again? I might need that. Men, or sometimes women, because women can be cheaters too, they're not with a person that they're scared to lose. So that's why they cheat. Mm, That was good to me. I don't know. I would say like... I, I guess this will be kind of biased because obviously I haven't dated outside my generation. Although, you know, I might be looking for some daddy soon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say like a lot of these guys in our generation are so easy to fold. Like, like the slightest tribulations in relationships, they're easy to fold. Um, you know, like the baddest female in the room can, you know, make them fold. And it's like, where does your loyalty lie? It's all about DJ. The, why it, you smirking? It, it's <laughs> right. 
Because to man, I, honestly, I'm just gonna be flat out with you. It's it's about this. It's about the sex. It's not. It's not. It's nothing like. It's nothing personal. It's nothing. Is like, it even about the sex or is it the attention? Because I'm realizing that like men really crave attention more than women do, and so anything uh, that will give them attention kind of gets them off because they're it's feeding their insecurity. I'll be real. I, I, like, I think it's a power I'll, trip too. That attention. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be real. I don't think. Yeah, it's not an insecurity thing because, I mean, look. I'm not the best looking man in the world, but the feeling about, you know, the fact that, oh, this this badass female once fucked with me out of all these other things, like it gives you it gives you a boost of confidence. And and not not just that, but like say say this is a woman that, that not everybody has. Like we look at that as like But guys can have that. I've been the baddest female some of my exes have ever had period, in my life. Period. And I promise you the people that they had after me, complete downgrade. Before. So it's mm-hmm. it's not even about a female being bad. It's not even. I don't. I some of these guys. I honest. I honestly just think it's like they're not. A, they're they're with somebody that they're just not afraid to lose. And it's it's some. I really do think my grandparents talk about it all the time. It's something in people that just attracts you like a magnet to where you don't want to let go. And it doesn't matter how fine a person is, what kind of accolades they have, whatever pedigree they have, it don't matter. Like once you find that attraction, that that magnet within a person, you you you're scared to let go. You don't want to let go. You're afraid to do something that'll let the, make the other person want to let go. Well, that's true love, and I mean, but in this generation, this millennial generation, and and past that we don't everybody doesn't have the mindset of that we live we live in a we live in a a world where where a lot of things are based on sex so i mean like like so like i said honestly to me which brings us back to that meme what if the girl was just trying to take sex off the table because everything relied around sex so she just like i don't want to do it tonight let's get to know each other Cause if you I think guys be sending subliminals too, like guys will be sitting there to put their hand on your thigh, put their arm around you, say certain things that that might give somebody signals that you're trying to have sex with them. So if they're trying to pursue you, they're going to like turn it off and look at you. Okay. Let me see what you have to offer. Let me see what are some things about you that I like instead of putting sex in the. Well, I won't say that all the time because because, like I said, I believe there is true love. So, so even with that, touching someone on the shoulder, touching someone on the thigh, that's a sign of intimacy. You can still be intimate without sex, too. So, well, sex know. and intimacy are two different things, too. Well, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like intimacy. Like, you know, what I'm saying we be watching a movie together. I have my like my arm around your shoulder or, or my hand on your thigh, and we just like just relaxing, like you know. Like um But why you gotta uh, have her your hand on her thigh? What's what's wrong with that? Y'all like y'all like to lay y'all legs on us? Like like you know, you know, just like but but just not not like where y'all all just you know, where we just touchy feely, but just like in, in a relaxed state of mind because everybody like for people who really want like that true love, like you 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 do like people want that that sense of intimacy where, you know, you got someone rubbing your back or feeling good, you know, or 
or or um or massaging your shoulders without it having to be like like sexual, you know, just. But that like, is that it is sexual for like female like touch is sexual for females like though guys don't see anything wrong with it it's it's yes. it's mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. don't put your and then you have to realize we have like a lot of uh sensory areas so like me don't put your hand on my thigh that's my hot spot don't touch my thigh don't <laughs> we want that we want that feel we want that that touch just like that sense of intimacy like i said and it's not and it's not sexual because like like i said i could be i could be having the game chilling but i want like just like that that feeling around me just you i want you around me where you know like yeah. like yeah like like i'm playing the game my boys but i i still like you know like i still care about you i want you right here next to me i think it depends on how you look at intimacy because my intimacy is for you to touch me without your hands um like me and that's that's similar to foreplay um how like texting and Sometimes it can look like just texting, like your verbiage, you know, like little subliminals and stuff like that. You know, like, I don't know. I think it just depends on your your level of intimacy. Like me, a conversation, boom, I'm there. I'm here. You know, I'm with it. That's my intimacy. But some people, like you said, it's, it's, it's you know, the time, the time that you're spending with them and the proximity of um, spending that time with them. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, you know, like me personally, like when I've been intimate with my girlfriends, like it ain't, it ain't been on a like, well, I'm touching your stuff. Like I want to have sex like now, like. It just be on some, you know what I'm saying? Like, like on some, just, just some, some chill shit. Like, like I'm, I'm watching movie. I'm eating my snacks, and you know, I, I just got you next to me. I got your, your leg up on my leg, like, and like, you know, or, or like I said, or I'm, I'm playing video game with the boys. Like, I'm, I'm laying between, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm sitting in between you, you know, like, like while I'm playing the game, and you just, you know, I'm just, I just want you there. Like, I think guys, we want that sense of like. Like touch, like that, just like that. Not necessarily like a secure feeling, but I mean, I, I speak for any guy when I say like I know we men love it when we just like we just like laying on y'all and y'all just like rubbing rubbing our hair with with, with y'all nails, <laughs> especially, especially especially for ones of the ways that I got to do that, you know. We right. like that. We like that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I I would say it's also levels too because you have to realize. Um, like we were talking about earlier, sometimes you you've experienced things and you don't want to go to a certain level because you don't want to repeat the same same thing that um, caused a failure within another relationship. So sometimes people have like a drawback um, within doing certain things. So even though you know you might want her to uh, lay between your legs and that's nothing for you. Uh, while you're playing a video game for the other person, it might be like, okay, I don't want to go to this level of intimacy because, you know, I've had some previous relationships that failed when I went to this, this point and stuff like that. And it can be something simple like sharing a TV show. And, you know, that's, that's a level of intimacy too, I guess. Let me ask you this though. Okay. As human beings, um, say yeah, like, for instance, like, you know, like I'm, I got my arm around your shoulder or whatever, or like, like I said, like, or my, my hand on your thigh, but like my attention span is on something else. Like you can just tell on someone's body language, like, 
that they're not. Some people are bad at reading. And from a communication standpoint, you know, it can just look like sometimes it's just miscommunication. Like sometimes you you're you might not be on that that level, but this person could be thinking about, okay, uh, don't do anything wrong, don't do anything wrong. Um, this is turning me on, this is turning me on. So in their head, they could be like, ooh, 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 girl, calm down, calm down. Sometimes we have conversations with ourselves in our minds and stuff like that. So like that whole encoding process via uh, you doing all of these different gestures may look different to the other. Then you just just, just say something like, I guess, you know, and then we'd be like, oh, my bad. Like, I didn't know, like, it's not even like that, you know. At least that's how I would how it be, because yeah, me honestly, like I I I just love that feeling, like and like even if I'm just on some just chill shit, like I, cause me I get the mindset if it's like okay if I got my girl over here, I'm playing the game with the fellas, like I don't want to make her feel left out, even though she probably doesn't play video games. Which, where if she does, cool. But if she doesn't, and I'm just, I'm playing the game with the fellas, like, I still want to make her feel involved. Like, so, yeah, like, that 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 intimate, intimacy feeling, you know, with her just, like, there. Like, like even if I got my, my arm around her while I'm playing the game or some shit, or, or got her, like, you know, like, got her legs laying on me while I'm playing the game. Yeah, I, I think once you get to a certain level, things like that just become known. Like when you're in when you're intuitive with, with the other person, your love language doesn't even have to be said. But in some relationships, before you get to that point, you have to actually voice it and say, Okay, gifts don't work for me. It's the time, you know? Or, you know, some people touch is their love language. So touch might work for me. But, you know, spending time might not. <laughs> yeah, so um, from a moral standpoint, what, what are some things that you look for within your significant other? I need to know how your relationship is with God. Because if it's non-existent, baby, this relationship will be non-existent. I am way too old to be playing these games. And just because of, like, the fact, like, if we're, like, sitting there having dinner or just having a regular conversation, I feel like it's very hard. Like he's going out the liquor. <laughs> oh, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah, I think it's like, it's very vulnerable for you to like open up and pray with one another. So that's definitely something I look for. Right. I, like I, I, like I, I can I can definitely agree. Like, um, I spent like the, the weekend with my ex and this man did like little simple things like fix stuff that I noticed was, you know, broken or didn't notice. And he was just fixing stuff. And then like he cooked, we sat down, ate, this man prayed over his food, y'all. And I just sat there and watched him pray over his food. Cause I was just like, that, little things like that just show you that the other person, you know, believe in God and, you know, it just, it did something to my spirit. Cause I was like, Lord, this man, Believes in you just like I do. You know, it's just, that's a different type of, that's intimacy. That was intimacy. Yes. That was intimacy for me. I feel like, yeah, like this is the same way. Like if, um, if we can, if we're going through situations and we can pray about it and, and hope to come to an agreement with things or, you know, ask God to, to show us 
um, to show us things that we are, are lost to and then and we, we work on it as a relationship, that's fine with me. Um, also, also appearance. To me, you know, appearance is everything to me. You know, I'm not saying You have that, to elaborate on that one. <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, there's nothing wrong with showing a little bit of skin. Um, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But like and and like, you know, I'm s i am know we all have our rough days. I ain't saying every time I see you you gotta be all uh, dolled up and shit. I ain't saying that, but like you know, if I'm if I'm doing what I gotta do to take care of me, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do what you gotta do to take care of you. And and, and as far as like like clothing wise, I'm gonna be completely honest, like it can't it can't be it can't be none of that that half nakedness all the time. I'm just be real. What is considered half nakedness to you? <laughs> like every every time Every time what? we're together, out together. What kind of clothing? Like, are you saying like her, is like her abdomen is out, her breasts a little yeah, side, yeah, 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 too much but, thigh, too too much side boob. Maybe 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 like like them push up bras, just pushing them them little puppies up a little too much. Um, you know, may or maybe maybe that that dress a little too 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 short. Uh, like. But see, like that's, get, that's your that's your preference, and I feel like stuff like that. Well, if you get with somebody that's like that and you don't like it, you just have to voice it. And if they don't want to change that, you either have to part ways or just learn to accept it. Because some people, that's just how they dress and that's just what they like. But I, me personally, like when I'm with somebody, I ask them, okay, what you think about this, or. Is this like, does this make you uncomfortable and things like that? Because I don't want to be in a relationship and, you know, they're feeling some, yeah, they're feeling a way about something I have on. But if it's oh, yeah. that's not yeah. revealing to me, I might have an attitude because I feel like you um, kind of control me. I will say if a man is commenting on what a woman should wear and not buying any clothes, your point is irrelevant. Let it's me tell you that right now. Period. And I definitely agree. Like, I'm going to ask you, like, how do you feel about this? But you should also know that I'm a very dominant woman. And so I would expect my man to be dominant and secure in his feelings. Like, at the end of the day, if I got on, like, this crop top and some shorts or a skirt, just know I don't care about nobody else looking at me. I know as long as my man know I look good and I'm not, like, looking at other men, that's just how it needs to be. That that's that's true, and and, and I mean, like I said, there ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'm just like, but like all the time though, and it, and it depends on the occasion, because because we we just we we just going out to like a, a like a nice genuine dinner, you know what I mean? Like what about that? Like like it ain't all. What I mean was is it all it ain't always got to be like revealing as in like we look like we finna like step out to like a club all the time. Well, I can say that some people have to be schooled on how to dress. Some people, and then unfortunately, some people are are blessed with a really shaped body. And so when you have a body of a certain frame, your materials, the material of the clothing that you're provided with can be fitted and a bit revealing. 
So it kind of go back to what Kenya said. If you ain't, you know, give me your card to go update my wardrobe. But do I need that if we go to church together? What if that's all that that she has? Like, Come as you, you are. are. No, I, I, okay, okay. If that's so like, now, if that's, okay, service that's that's what right. Some people have to be schooled on how to dress because some people think that it's nothing wrong with um, spandex material. But some people, like I said, if you have a certain body frame, you wear her spandex, girl. We all gonna see every dimple, every you know, <laughs> every time, every twitch, you know, stuff like that. I think another more that I look for is definitely a man that can lead. So I guess that kind of goes back to like the prayer life, but um, definitely lead because, like I was saying, I am dominant, but I can also be very submissive if I know that you can lead me in a certain way. And yeah. now- like, like basically like say, say, uh, say it don't have to, I have to be like, okay, we're going to go on a date and you talking about, um, and, and the guy ain't got to ask, well, what you want to do? We got something already planned out. Like, 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 here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. Boom, boom, blase, blase. You know, like have, have some, have some planned out. Like, all right, you know, uh, be ready at this time. I'm going to come get you. Especially like, like with dates, if I hit you up, I'm like, look, I already know what we're going to do. But, you know, of course, I still would want your, your input on, on something. But that's how I feel, like, as far as, like, like leading. Like, well, well, one of the examples of leading, like. Yeah, like I, I think um, me, I, I love a man that can lead. I hate, because I am not, I can be a dominant person. But I hate that in a relationship. I do not like being a dominant person. I like to be very submissive. I like to follow, you know, your lead. I like to hear your opinion, you know, and get your your perspective on a lot of different things before I perce- proceed because I just feel like that just comes with me. Um, I love a sense of oneness. So when you have the... For me, my significant other would be a male, but I guess it just depends on whoever's preference. But uh, for my significant other, which I prefer to be a male, I prefer for him to, you know, be able to be, yes, stable. Um, So if, you know, we get to a point in life and, you know, we decide to get married and have kids and stuff like that, and I choose to step back a little bit, I know that you got me. I know that you oh, can yeah. lead. I know that you can lead our family, one hundred percent. But you can't do that if you have a if you're with somebody that can't lead. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to like me seeing a lot of um, things on social media. It's like um, if we live together, bills need to be fifty fifty. Okay, so if my man were to come up to me and be like. My husband, because I'm not living with nobody else besides my husband, sorry. Um, if my husband were to come up to me like, okay, this is how we're going to split the bills, then I'm okay with that because I'm assuming that you've already, you know, looked at how much income I'm bringing in and you. So if you're just like, this is how we're going to do it, I'm he's going to pay 75, I'm doing 25%. That's completely fine with me because, like I said, you led, you already spoke to God about it, you came to me, you know. Yeah. That's how I don't think that it should be. Yeah, and I think it just comes from 
your significant other being that leader within the relationship, even like you said, even if you're a dominant, you still look for your significant other to still lead because it's, it's certain points that you get to where it's just like, okay, I feel like you just have to have that understanding of your roles too. And like you said, with sitting down and figure out who's going to pay who, cause I'm, I don't like to look at it from a breadwinner perspective. And that's, I think that's where a lot of relationships go wrong too. They look at it as the, the male has to be the breadwinner. But if I make a good amount of money, you know, and I need to do 70 and you do 30, build up our goals together and achieve whatever we have set out. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Even with your significant other being the leader, they won't get in a place where they feel like she wearing the pants. I feel like that's what yeah, because you still have to like stroke his ego and all of that. So not necessarily like devastating, but it can be discouraging to a man when um, the woman is wearing the pants. Unless we can go back to DJ saying feminine versus masculine. Well, okay, okay, look. So I'm just saying, like, when it comes to that, like. With women wearing the pants, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's cool to a certain extent because, you know, they got the saying, happy life, happy wife, happy life, but never, never put your, put yourself in a position where, where you, where you feel like you demasculating your, your man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, like, yeah, at that point, it's like, you know, that's when, it's just like, you know, like you said, like, let, you know what I'm saying? Let the man be a man, let him, you know what I'm saying, lead, you know, because, yeah, like, you demasculating a man, it, it, it goes to making us feel insecure and, and just like, you know, like questioning ourselves, like, uh, as far as our, like, worth. Well, not, not, well, not like that, but like, more so, like, do I have a saying in this in this relationship? Nah. You sound like you've been there before, DJ. <laughs> uh, Are you triggered? I it's I no, I ain't been there. Wait, baby girl before. ain't no version. <laughs> I ain't been there before, but but I I've I've seen I've seen that happen, and I'm just like, bro. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey. What the fuck is this? Hey. Baby girl ain't no version. Quick little intermission. <laughs> Yeah, it had, had, to, had to throw that out there, you know. So before we close out our podcast, um, where do you all see yourself in five years? I've actually answered that on the last podcast that you guys should all check out. Episode seven, part one of Adulting. Part one. <laughs> okay, well, my input, I see myself still in the military in five years. I think by then... Uh, I'll be re-enlisting in the Air Force. I, I want to say by by then I should already be an officer in the military. Um, and honestly, own a couple property in real estate because 
it's a big market out here uh, as far as places in Nevada and Arizona goes. So I'm trying to get into that. And uh, also, hopefully by 30, um, I'm married and potentially starting a family. That's uh, uh, TBD to be determined. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good five year plan. I definitely I like that. Yeah, I like that. So before we end, I'm going to leave you all with some butter. And what I was just taking in, be the catch, don't get entangled. If you the fish, be the fish. Let the fisher catch you. Okay? Catch you. Don't go looking for it, honey. Don't go looking for it. Let it come to you. Come to you. Continue to focus on yourself. Grow yeah. yourself. Heal. Build your brand and let, you know, income will always come. Just be out here building your brand, building yourself, networking, getting out there. And don't worry about, you know, what you feel like you're missing out on because you're not. You just have to wait on your timing. So that goes for businessmen, businesswomen. It goes for relationships. It goes for healing. Be the catch, but don't get entangled. And that's it for our podcast on today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you, Kenya. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Kermit. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yes, we're gonna. Derek's gonna be back on another episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right, we out. Bye. Yeah.